0: Hello, welcome back to the SC Heartback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another Supercoach send-off. I'm here with my number six. He's the Josh Reynolds to my trend Hodkinson. I've got a number three, mate. Nom, how are you? Josh Reynolds, not Matt Burton. <laughs> no, I don't give you Matt Burton, not yet, because uh, he actually, we'll talk about him in a second, because I think he's got a different tier to the guys I'm trying to throw out for you. But uh, you've obviously mentioned it. We are here doing the Bulldog send-off, and... As we were about to hit record you, you made a comment to me that you don't think that this Bulldogs team is so much different to the Dragons team we just discussed. And I want to challenge you on that in a couple of our uh, couple of our guys we're about to talk about here. So let me throw it straight to you, Dom. When you think about the 2023 Bulldogs Supercoach season, what is your first thought?
1: Oh, my first thought... Um... Probably Matt Burden. I think he has been one of the biggest... uh uh trying to think of the right word here, but he didn't quite hit the mark. I'm pretty sure he got drafted on top 15 picks from memory. From yeah, so it,
0: in our comp, he was top 15. Overall, he was position 30. So you're looking at top of the third.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a... It's a high pick. Pretty, it's, it's a high pick. Uh, so what did he end up averaging? The
0: um, yeah, average of 57.
1: Oof. That's got
0: to hurt. It's one of the, He was, he picks was picks. one of those guys, him and Adam Dewey, we were bundled in the same category at the start of the year. We said, who is, the, who is the 5'8 in this position? We want someone to be a superstar. And, you know, now whether you blame it on his team wasn't good, he wasn't good, however you want to break it up, he played 23 games, 57 average for a pick at the high third round that you have to know. We speak about every podcast so far. Got nailed those first three round picks. And if you went Matt Burton this year, there was a chance you didn't make it. Like we said in previous podcasts, our friend Stephen, who won the league, traded Matt Burton away. He traded Burton, got good value. So I think Burton's gonna be one of those guys for the next couple of years, especially next year. We've got a couple more designs mm. coming to the Bulldogs. He I think he's just gonna be perennially overdrafted. Now he might come out next year and average of 75. He could do that, but I just think he's been one of those guys. The name is on it. He's a you know, he's a Panthers guy. He's, a, he's the goal kicker. He's the only playmaker they've got. He'll be overdrafted. I think you have to pay that tax if you want to get him.
1: Some rumours that uh, Matt Burden might actually not be in the half next year. Like he might go back to the centers or something.
0: I saw a post. I can't remember where it was from, but there was some talk about, you know, obviously Sexton's being there and they want to try and, you know, get Burden out of the, you know, ball playing realm and just get him playing some footy like he was doing at the Panthers. I don't see how you can't do it. I think he's shown... Plenty of times this year that he can take on that attacking load, and I think as him and Toby Sexton start forming a bit of a you know combination, you got uh, Critter going to fullback next year potentially. So I think there's some room to grow, uh, but I like that you started there because obviously he's not going to be in our great section. I've only got two great players from the Bulldog season, and tell me if you disagree. I've got Jacob Preston, so I think you know obviously we all he was either undrafted or last week in the draft. If you heard a certain podcasts boosting him up. And Jacob Kiraz is the other one, just for the way he started the season, his base. Is anyone else you would throw in a great category for the Bulldogs in 2023? No. That's it. Okay, well, look, again, I couldn't really think of one for the Dragons. I had to put a couple of guys I didn't think deserved to be in there. But with the Bulldogs, you've got those two guys. I think Jacob Preston will be, I said to you on, um, as my season ended in Supercoach this year, he will be a guy that I'll be happy to draft for the next eight years. I'm happy to have Jacob Preston in my team. I don't think it's going to cost you. I can't imagine going into next year, he's going to be, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of guys going, I don't trust it. Even through, as we went through this season, I kept offering him in trades. Nah, no job security. Ah, he's a rookie. blah, 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 blah. You know, there was, no, there was no trust in his value. So I don't see how that's going to change with a lot of the guys' perceptions this year. And Jacob Kiraz... He's kind of showing you that, you know, yeah, the team might be crap, but he'll still base his way to 40 in your CTW. So hopefully they're not overpriced now, like us uh Matt Burton. Uh, but again, those two guys I think will be ones to watch moving forward.
1: Yeah, very impressive. I mean, I guess, yeah, you know, prior to his injury, he was pretty much, you know, hot property. Everyone sort of wanted to own him in classic. And um, yeah, in, in draft format, um, I guess. He, he did actually have a quite quite a good run before his injury obviously um and towards the end of the season I guess did he really fall off that much I'm just looking at his stats now he still had a very solid base here I'm looking at um how he finished the season with let's say for around uh 20 onwards
0: average with uh what is it like 60 plus there yeah no he did a really good job and you know this is a guy that didn't cost you a high pick this year. I think this year he'll be in those guys. Like, you know, when guys are building out their CTW rankings, I think he'll be in all of their top 10. So I think he'll be pretty highly owned, say with Preston. Uh, so yeah, two guys, I think that you got very good value this year in the draft sense. Uh, and obviously in classic, they started dirt cheap. Uh, but I think next season, they'll cost you a pretty penny. But we'll go on to the good section next. I've got three guys. So I've got Matt Burden, like we discussed. He did average a 57 in a team that came second last. So... Yeah, you may have overdrafted him, but he still did some value for you. I've got Toby Sexton. Those last eight games really were showing me that Sexton could be a guy that could score some really good super Coach points. And he's someone that, you know, when we look at the halfback ranking next year, if you don't get one of those first four or five guys, can you wait and just play Sexton and get 55 every week? Potentially you could. And then Blake Wilson. I like the look of him. He's a finisher, you know, shifty footwork. Someone who I think I could definitely see as my fourth CTW next year. I don't think he'll cost you a lot. Um, and yeah, just someone who every time that those Bulldogs games at the end of the season, just found his way to the try line. So that's exactly what you want in a fourth CTW. Any thoughts on those three guys or anyone you would add to the good section here?
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, Just with that last one there, uh, Blake Wilson, did he displace uh Adakar on the left edge there?
0: They, they ended up switching him around a couple of times. I know that there was, you know, Adakar was out for a bit and it was him and Skelton. Skelton. And then, yeah, Skelton got dropped and they retained Wilson and there was a game where I think Adakar switched sides. So, look, he's one of those guys that, you know, Parramatta, I just saw an article recently, Parramatta offered him a contract and he rejected to stay with the Bulldogs. So, that tells you that he obviously likes playing there and they've may probably made some assurances. Again, he had a couple of low games in him. Don't get me wrong. There was a low score of six, but, you know, he turned up twice. There was another score in the 80s so he's someone that can just find the try line you know so i i like that five tries in those games that he did play um in a bad team oh you know my rule in bad teams i like guys that can score tries and if that they can do that that's a fourth ctw right there so uh is anyone else that you would throw into the good category there between those three uh with those three guys
1: not really, actually. I'm looking at some of these scores here, and I think there's plenty more that go into the bad category.
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's go to bad NFL because I've got five, uh, but obviously we could add a few more. So let me just write off a couple of names, and you can uh, tell me if there's anyone else you think. So I think Reed Marty falls in this category. A lot of hope for Reed this year. They thought, you know, he's out of the parameter system, he's going to go into the Bulldog system and really tear it up. Had a decent year, averaged a 57. Uh, fifty-three. Uh, played the 24 games. So he was just there, but there was a couple of low scores in there. Josh Adokar, the Fox, obviously needs to go in there, an average of a 46. And that was with, um, you know, there was a couple of decent scores in there as well, but just again, just wasn't really cracking it this year. Villiam uh, Kikau, big off season signing. Uh, only played the nine games with that torn Peck. And even when he was on the field, just never really hit highs, high score of a uh, 73. That was with uh, a couple of attacking stats in there as well. And then Tavita Pengai Jr. is another guy I had there. Obviously, we've all had a taste of Tavita in the last couple of years. An average of uh, 42, played 17 games, a lot of them off the bench, played little 10-minute stints here and there. Just couldn't vibe with it. So those were the guys that really, really stood out to me as, you know, those are four guys, Marnie, Adokar, Kikau, and TPJ, that heading into the season, if you were high on the Bulldogs, you were high on those four, and they all pretty much flopped there. What would you add to there or any any thoughts on those guys?
1: No, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head there. I mean, I could easily see if you were, if you were a sort of bulldog's diehard and you went in with Burden Kik and just oh. out a car thinking, you know, that tear up on that left edge, uh, you'd be left bitterly disappointed there.
0: Yeah, I remember Dave in our draft comp, I think it was round four for Kikow. Uh I'm just looking at his thing now. So he was ab- oh, man, this hurts. He was drafted <laughs> a, he was drafted as the 38th overall player. Yeah. That's that's rough. You know, at least Burton gave you 20 rounds and gave you a fifty-five, you know what I mean? But these are the type of things, you know. I know Bur when we talk about the Titans, he's someone who I'm gonna get high on next year. You drafted him high, he got injured and didn't play a game. So there's guys like that, but yeah, you're exactly right. There were guys that were that would have done that stack. That Burton kick out stack at the, you know, bottom of the second, top of the third, something in that range. card would have cost you a pretty penny. Let me go look at his ones. Uh it's crazy, you know. He's a thirteenth averaging. It's wild. Average up pick of ninety-five. So obviously, pretty high. But there were guys again. Like I'm just looking. We could have had, this list could have been so much bigger, you know. Modi had such a good start to the season. You know, played the nineteen games, but didn't finish the season in first grade as first choice. Carl Olawapu played seven games, but then got dropped. Luke Thompson was injured for most of the year. Only played the four games. You know, there was just you know even the guys as we went through the season. You know, Skelton. Looked like a bit of a keeper got dropped. Harrison Edwards had a couple of good games got dropped. Avarillo and Hayes Peram switching positions in and out of the lineup. Max King injured a lot. So my point is, and like you said, there was a lot of guys we could have thrown in this category, but that's just we were all high on the Bulldogs. You know they had a lot of offseason signings. Again, they've got a lot of offsetting signings next year, and that leads us into my next question, Dom. Twenty twenty four hope. What are we what are we thinking here? You know they've got some signings coming. They've obviously got. Uh, Stephen Croydon is the big one. Our group chat has been going off recently about the mid-Bulldogs. You know, Drew Hutchison's coming over. Kurt Mann's coming over. They might have Connor Watson coming over. They're signing all these guys that, you know, are the 16th to 25th best guys in their roster. What do we see for them next year? Do you think that another season of Cameron Serraldo and another offseason is going to get them better or a bit of the same next year?
1: Look, I think you'd have to see it before you believe it uh I feel like the Bulldogs have been you know on the cusp of I I remember a few years ago where you know the Bulldogs uh, they had a shocking season but then you know last sort of month or two of footy they were sort of uh you know coming back and I think they finished you know just outside the eighth um and you know after that season everyone thought oh you know with all these signings, you know, it's, it's Bulldogs time, you know, the Bulldogs should be pr- pushing the eight this year. And, um, admittedly, even with all these big signings and, you know, the new coach and Surato, I feel like, you know, I feel like they've regressed. Um, and I guess with all, I guess, you know, for, for past, I'm going to say for a long time now, actually the Bulldogs haven't been performing that well. So, um, yeah, I think I definitely need to see some progress before I actually even consider you know, dropping any of these guys highly.
0: Just like we did with the Dragons, right? There's a couple of guys that you'll want to try and draft. You know, uh, Stephen Crichter coming and playing some fullback. I think Matt Burton again. Kira, some Preston guys we spoke about. They'll cost you a, penny, a pretty good draft pick. You know, these are guys that will be in that third or fourth round. Again, positions you want to try and nail. Um, yeah, I think just like this year, you're gonna hope that there's a guy at the end of the draft or first waiver that you can pick up, you know, someone's come in. To me, you know, the guy that stands out to me is Olawapu. Uh, I just think that potentially you look where is he gonna play? You know, you got Burden and Sexton now in the halves. Um, he played a bit of thirteen, I think I heard, so that could be an option there. But the other thing in 2024 is there'll be a lot of guys that will be on reduced value, you know, someone to me like a Max King who I thought was going to be an absolute beast this year. Still averaged a 53. Um, but, you know, just wasn't really hitting the heights we all thought he would. So he might now drop down into the round 8, 9, 10 in that range. And that could be a nice little plug in your front row forward or your 2RF there He retains the jewel. Um, you know, a guy like Reed Marnie, I think will drop down a lot of hooker rankings. So, you know, you might be able to get him as the 7th best hooker. And that might be, instead of, like, let's see where he went. Just let's let's finish on Reed Money, then we can wrap this one up because he was an interesting one. So he was drafted 56 overall. So you're looking fifth round, something in that range. Um, and he was a guy that, you know, there was a couple of okay scores in there, but there was a couple of low ones, like we mentioned. So if he now drops to hooker number five and six, and that goes from overall 56 to overall 80 to 90, that's the only thing I'm thinking about the Bulldogs heading into next year for the hope. I think for for our super coaches, there'll be some value there because a couple of guys have been scared off. Those high draft picks will still be premium picks, but there might be some guys that drafted high this year. We might be able to get for a little bit cheaper next year.
1: Yeah, I think um, I guess value is what you're looking at for some of these bottom teams uh, with, read money. Is it is he is like an 80 minute hooker, isn't he? So.
0: Yeah, he he's one of the last ones that will play those big minutes. So um, it'll just be interesting to see. You know that if they do go poor again this year, is it, what's the difference between him drafting him at hooker number six or seven versus grabbing the, you know, the fourteenth best hooker who comes off the bench but can base a bit higher. So, like you said, I think you said it exactly right. Value is where you're looking at for the Bulldogs next year. You don't want to just go high on them, try and grab some value. So. All right, mate, we'll leave it there. That is the Bulldogs done and dusted. So we'll be back with another team on the next podcast. Thank you for coming on, mate. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, please hit the socials at the SC Heartback on all available social media platforms. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day, and we will hear from you soon. Cheers.